Hey, Purpose Claremont. Hey, I just wanted to share a little bit that stood out to me from today's reading out of Hosea. Uh, Let me pray and we'll jump in. God, we give you thanks. I pray you would speak, reveal truth to us, convict us and encourage us uh, that we might look as much like Jesus as possible. We love you so much. We pray this in your name. Amen. Out of Hosea chapter 13, listen to this, just verses four to six. It says this, but I am the Lord your God from the land of Egypt. You know no God but me, and besides me there is no Savior. It was I who knew you in the wilderness, in the land of drought. But when they had grazed, they became full. They were filled, and their heart was lifted up. Therefore, they forgot me. Now, if you look at the beginning part, it's like, okay, I am the Lord. You don't know anybody else but me. Uh, Besides me, there's no Savior. Uh, In the wilderness, he was with them. Um, They saw him come through in the land of drought. But it's that verse 6. But when they had grazed, they became full, and that's the danger. It's when we become full that we become a little bit lazy. It's when we're lazy that we're no longer seeking after God. We actually think that we can handle it on our own because a lot of times we just use God for that, uh, for that need to, fe- to feel needed or that need to feel filled. And so when we're, oh, when we're struggling, oh, we're crying out to God like crazy. But when things are great, it's so easy to just start giving up um, or just forgetting or I'll do it next time, or I'll do it next week, um, or I, I won't, I don't need to, I mean, it's it's so weird, and please understand my heart when I say this, I'm not legalistic in any way, but it's like, I don't need to, I'll just put off my time alone with him till tomorrow, and then tomorrow becomes a couple days, and it just kind of, we just kind of, kind of verge in that direction, we just kind of drift, or uh, it's just one worship service, and so I don't need to be, and we just start to drift when we're at a place of being full, when we have plenty um, our prayer life becomes less uh, because a lot of times we just spend a lot of times focusing on God and praying to him when we're in need. He says it even in Deuteronomy chapter 8, uh, verse 2, And you shall remember the, the whole way that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness, that he might humble you. Notice the reason as to why they're going through the wilderness, that, they might, that he might humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. And he humbled you and let you hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Your clothing did not wear out on you, and your, uh, I'm sorry, your clothing did not wear out uh, on you, and your foot did not swell these 40 years. Know then in your heart that as a man disciplines his son, the Lord your God disciplines you. So you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in his ways, by fearing him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land. And he explains this good and perfect land. And then you get down to verse 11 and he gives a warning. Take care lest you forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments and his rules and his statutes, which I command you today. Lest, now watch it. Lest when you have eaten and are full and have built good houses and live in them, and when your herds and flocks multiply and your silver and gold is multiplied and all that you have is multiplied, then your heart be lifted up and you forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. And then he goes on and explains it. It's this warning. When you have plenty is when you need to be most vigilant and staying committed and devoted in your relationship with Jesus. It's when things are fantastic that you need to be even more intentional in making sure that your time alone with Jesus is real. It's when we have extra and feel like feel like things are multiplying that all of a sudden we begin to forget. And we need to stay focused 
on Jesus, no matter what. And so for those that sit there going, oh, I'm not experiencing that. Like we are going through one of the hardest times of our life. And then you might actually say something like, but uh, I know that God will never give me more than I can handle. He definitely will give you more than you can handle because if he doesn't, then we tend to forget him. We tend to kind of live on our own. Uh, why, why would God not give us more than we can handle so we can become self-reliant and therefore automatically forget about him? It is not a biblical concept. In fact, um, and some of you guys have been around Purpose Claremont for a while. You've heard me say this often, but you go to 2 Corinthians chapter 1, starting verse 8. Paul, the Apostle Paul says, For we do not want you to be unaware, brothers, of the affliction we experienced in Asia. For we were so utterly, watch it, we were so utterly burdened beyond our strength, that sounds like more than I can handle, that we despised of life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death, but that was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. So I want to challenge and encourage you at the same time. If you're at a place of plenty, things are great, there's not a struggle, my challenge to you is to become even more intentional in your relationship with Jesus so that you don't, you don't find yourself drifting away from intimacy with him and forgetting about him, uh, but just draw in, just continue to draw in. For those that sit there going, man, I don't know how much longer I can handle this, you need to praise God. And it sounds weird, we all face those times and some maybe you've been facing it for a while. We all will face these times and it could be days, months, years, whatever God designs in his perfect plan for us. But we have to remember, and we looked at it a couple weeks ago, that in Romans chapter 5, he gives us this reason behind suffering, that suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, and character produces hope. All those things are for our good because his goal is that we be in the, we become in, we become more and more like Jesus. And that comes through the difficult times. Also, in the difficult times, we learn to rely upon God, and God is the greatest good. So if you think about it, if God's the greatest good, and the suffering comes which caused me to rely upon the greatest good, therefore God is being most gracious to me by allowing difficulties into my life that I might experience God who is the greatest good, therefore experiencing the greatest good. Absolutely incredible. God loves us so much. So I pray that you're blessed. I pray that you're doing somewhat well. I pray you're doing great, actually. But that even if you are having a great time, you're not forgetting about the Lord. And if you're in a time of struggle, you keep leaning in on Jesus. He promised, he never said he'll give us more than he can than we can handle. He promised he'd be with us. That's, that's the promise. He would be with us in all of it. Guys, I love you guys more than you know. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week. We'll talk to you soon.